I'm not really sure who's going to hear this, but I was listening to Rob Wolf's podcast with Jason Sieb, and he was talking about body image, and he wrote a book called Body Beliefs. One of our listeners showed me this book, and I really, I haven't read it yet, but I'm really interested because I know a lot of people, and just being in the mental health field, I know a lot of people uh, are treated for eating disorders, and there's a lot of work that's done around beliefs, and uh, DBT is a type of therapy that's very effective with eating disorders, and it has so much to do with being in touch with your body. But I think what Jason's, the different approach that he's taking, and he's not a therapist, so I, I, I certainly, of course, like immediately go to my therapist hat where I'm like, I want to make sure that he's saying things that are uh, true and healthy for people, but he's pretty right on with what he's talking about, and certainly you don't have to be a therapist for <laughs> stuff like this, but um, it's just such a delicate subject that I... That I and very knee-jerk around any information that's out there of people, you know, wanting to talk to people about body image because I think at the end of the day, what we're really talking about is eating disorders and we don't want to label it and we don't want people to feel like they have an eating disorder so we kind of dance around it. But the fact of the matter is, is this comparison culture is breeding eating disorders. Um, I think there's a new subset <laughs> I think there should be a new subset of eating disorders called the social media uh, <laughs> suckage of eating disorders. Um, so I think what is coming to me uh, lately, and I've kind of been on this trajectory, so I'm ready to hear this information, and I realize that not everyone is ready to hear the information. I certainly wasn't ready six months ago, a year ago. And, uh, but I'm ready to hear the information now. So if you're listening to this and you're ready to hear the information, I'm really happy for you. Uh, if you're not, just please take care of yourself as best as you can um, and, and know that it's coming um, and that there are better days ahead. The important piece that's coming up for me in what he's talking about is um, where this came from, where these beliefs came from, and that if you if you trace it back to the beginning of where your body image began, you know what you what you were raised with, and you know we kind of all know that if your mom didn't have a good body image, you probably don't have a good body image. But uh, you know, my personal story is I was in dance my entire life, and I was always kind of the bigger boned girl, and I kind of had the pop belly, and that was just my genetic makeup. Um, but it, it did begin with comparison. It began with comparison. I remember playing sports as a really young girl and I played soccer and I didn't even have any, I don't remember any body image stuff around that because that was kind of, uh, you were supposed to just be big and tough and, you know, big, whatever, you, you know what I'm saying. But you, body wasn't even an issue, but when I started dance is when it was an issue and you, uh, all of a sudden kind of became more aware of your body. I do remember in junior high, um, the first time that someone commented about my body, it was actually a positive comment. So the first time I was actually aware of like guys commenting on my body is we were doing these, these pictures for track and, uh, we had these like uniforms that they just gave us and I just threw it on and I didn't even like pay attention to how short the shorts were or what the tank top looked on me like like on me but it was a picture of my brother and I because we were both in track and so 
um, I put these shorts on really quick and I ran in, <clears throat> in front of the camera and the shorts were kind of short, but I just didn't pay attention to that. And I remember one of the guys that was there, you know, waiting in line, he's like, dang, Joy, look at those legs. And I remember being like, what? Like, I didn't even think about that. And it was positive, you know, and so that made me feel good. So you get that dopamine rush and you're just like, wow. Ooh, and so that really stuck with me. That was like a big rush. And I always say, you know, this is my therapist hat, but I will say that the the parts of your life with the highest emotions, you're going to be remember more because the emotions were so high. It really solidifies in your brain. And that is why PTSD is um, something that is really difficult to treat. But, uh, you know, as far as memories go, because it's so hardwired into your CNS, um, and that's something that I remember. And so that then affects your life. And you start to have these parts of yourself that uh, you don't really realize it's affecting you. But um, that was a defining moment. The other piece that was a defining moment for me was uh, being a dancer. So, uh, you know, all the time you're being forced to look at your body and how you look in costumes and so uh you know the list goes on and on from there of how that just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew and you do start to unravel in that way uh which then just sends you on this journey of focusing on your body and it just gets stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger so the thing that I'm going through right now is just starting to get exhausted. I'm just tired. Uh, and I think it takes a long time for us to get tired of that. So what I encourage you to do is challenge the... Uh, I don't want you guys to wait until you get tired. I just don't want you to wait until you get tired. I want you to start thinking about this now. And, it, and one of my therapists always said, you know, something has to die for you to make this change. What needs to die and for me, what needs to die is just the focus on food and the focus on exercise and the focus on uh, the fact that I need to look a certain way. And I'm going to challenge you, too, that you're you're probably masquerading, saying, well, I'm just wanting to be healthy. There's a difference, you guys, and you know what I'm talking about. So don't give me that bullshit. You know what, you know what I'm talking about. And there's a difference there. So... Um, for me, what has to die is that I need to stop making that as kind of the mask and I just want to start living life. And my true belief is that you cannot make healthy decisions. You cannot make healthy food choices. You cannot make healthy lifestyle choices if your main focus is body image and on your body. I know that sounds like the biggest piece of irony ever, but it's true. I'm just going to go ahead and say from the school of joy, <laughs> it's true. You cannot make healthy choices. I'm going to say it again. You cannot make healthy choices and you cannot make decisions around exercise, lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. You're going to the grocery store. You cannot make true, solid, pure love decisions if your main focus is how am I going to make my body smaller? Or how am I going to make my body fill in the blank? Okay? So I'm just going to encourage us, starting right now, to please step away from the scale. Um, I'm saying this to myself, too. You guys, I'm on this journey with you. So I'm just, I just had, like, I honest to God, it's 530 in the morning. You probably can tell my voice is, like, uber, I'm all snotty and, you know, <laughs> graggly voice. 
but I just had to turn on the recorder because after I listened to this podcast episode with Rob Wolf and Jason Sieb, uh, I had this burst of like, okay, I gotta, I gotta start talking. Um, and so I, I just, I love you guys so much and I care about this community so much and I see what social media is doing that I think we can all be better. And I think we, uh, we can create a reality that while social media is so awesome in so many ways, it's creating a culture of comparison and we started our body image problems by comparison. So what makes us think that social media is going to be, you know, it's only feeding the beast. Social media is only feeding that comparison beast. So it's almost impossible to heal ourselves if we're constantly faced with comparison. Our lives, I mean, we as humans, we're, we're born to compare and know where we stand in society. That's just how life is. That's how we were wired. So just keep that in mind as you're scrolling through your feed. Um, I I certainly love social media and Claire and I have to keep it just because, uh, you know, it's, it's the way we run our podcast, of course. And I I do find the benefits, but I just, what I'm going to do is be very mindful. It's like, I just want to do less scrolling and more, living. <laughs> it sounded so cheesy, but um, more in the sense of I'm going to really focus on my mantras around every decision I make right now. Every time I look at food, every time I, you know, you know, start to think about what meals I'm going to have for the day, I, st- I take a step back and I take a pause. And I'm just doing that mindful practice of like, oh, I don't really need to focus on that. What I really need to focus on is like listening to my cues. Um, I'm going to throw everything out the window because the the thing is that if you are like okay well I gotta I'm gonna kind of loosely follow this diet you know right like we can all say like oh we've loosely backed off of macros well that's a bunch of bullshit too because let's be honest you're still thinking about it so what I'm gonna do is I'm completely throwing everything out the window I'm just kind of like loosely thinking of more around well I'm gonna I'm back up I'm going to think more about I have to nourish my body. I have to eat. Right. But I'm just not going to think about it until it comes up. I'm not going to think about it. Like I encourage you please to do this. Don't think about it until you have to eat. And I get like the whole meal planning thing, like plan ahead. I get that. Right. Like just, just hear me out. Like there's ways we're going to have to work around some of these things. Right. But for instance, today we're doing birth fit. I'm going to bring some snacks. Right. I'm not going to worry about like what's in these snacks. Like I've kind of know how to nourish my body that way and I'm just kind of like well you know I'm kind of hungry like my body likes more of my calories in the morning so I'm just like I kind of feel like I just like by 11 I had had all my snacks yesterday and I didn't even think twice about it I was like I don't really care I just was really hungry I'm just gonna eat this like you cannot attach those decisions of health and wellness to to guilt right so um anyway I feel like I'm kind of rambling but like right now I am having a cup of coffee and I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm really hungry yet. I'm just going to go focus on something else. Like I'm going to go tidy up my house and start packing for Hawaii. And then maybe I'll eat something and I'm not going to worry about what I eat because you guys, we're going to make good choices. If we come from a place of just listening to our biology, like trust that we have to start letting go of the emotions and we have to start letting go of the shit that we made up in our mind. And so your body is so fucking smart. Your body is smart. You have to start trusting it. We have to develop a trusting relationship with our body. And if you do not, right now you're all walking around and you're not trusting your body. I wasn't trusting my body. 
and it's tired. It's exhausted. I am so tired of thinking this way. So why not take a risk? Okay. I know it's risky. I know we have to like white knuckle, like you're, I'm like trying to like peel your fingertips away from this, this old way of thinking myself included. Right. But we have to, like, if we really want to live a really fun, happy life, we have to do it. We have to, we just owe it to ourselves. And I love you guys so much that I'm just like getting super fired up about this, but we have to trust our bodies. And that's just what I'm willing to do. You know what? If you can at least trust me and like screw trusting your body right now, like maybe you just trust me if you're having a hard time listening to this first and foremost, trust your body. But if you're having a hard time listening to this, just be like, well, I trust joy. I promise you guys it will get like so much easier. I'm struggling with it too but I trust it. I just, I I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I'm turning 40 next week, but I just trust it. And, um, after all this time of like just exhausting myself thinking about body image, uh, I just, I think we can do better and I know we can do better and I don't want social media to take over our lives this way. There's so much out there that we can live a fuller life um, that I want that for all of us. So I'm going to end this now. It's just my rambling thoughts for the morning. I love you. All right. Send me a message if you have any insights. Girlsgonewad at gmail.com is the best way to get for us to get messages. I love you guys.